What is going on? Welcome to the Thursday Thesis here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, we're also live on Facebook Live. My name is Chris Williams. I'm joined, as always, by Rob Gray. We are presented by the good people at Ames Eye and Des Moines Eye. Check them out today. And you can also vote on the eye-catching player of the game following every Iowa State football and men's basketball game throughout the season. Rob Gray joins me. He's become a staple on the program. Welcome back, sir. I consider myself a co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the guy. I'm like... You're the guy. You're No, you're the no, guy. You're the guy. You're the, okay, okay. I'll take it. Uh, the Thursday thesis today, we are going to dig deep, obviously, into Iowa State's road trip to number nine, Oklahoma. Rob Gray will be there in Norman. And Rob's going to do a little... Um, clone therapy with me today. This will be a little bit of a different thesis, I think, than what we normally do, but I think you'll enjoy it. I am about ready to hop on a flight to Corvallis, Oregon, where I'll be with the Iowa State men's basketball team this weekend. The Cyclones taking on the 1-0 Beavers from Oregon State. I wanted to do a little bit on that game today in the thesis, Rob, but I don't. I'm just being honest with you guys been a really busy week crossover week mm-hmm. you saw the content plan that i sent out on sunday like it's a massive yep. like we've been we've all been burning in it both ends i haven't done my oregon state prep yet i'm gonna do that on the plane so if that's what you're looking for i will have a column up tomorrow with some hoops and maybe i'll do a little bit of a preview podcast when i'm up there in corvallis we'll see um if, if time is permitting so this will be um all football today as you would expect with the Thursday thesis. Rob, you're getting ready for a road trip to Norman, Oklahoma. You ever covered a game down there? I have not. Oh, okay. We'll uh, check it off the list, eh? Absolutely. Uh, been to Stillwater. Haven't done any Stillwater's of the Texas Stillwater is not great. Yeah, it's okay. It, yeah, it's it's okay. The, like I, well, It always actually makes me sad because I'm like, I really love Gundy's program. Mm-hmm. I like Oklahoma State. Like, if I had to pick another school in the Big 12 like, to root for, it would probably be them for mm-hmm. me personally. Um, and I just wish they got more fans for it. Like, I'm, I'm always a little bit like, man, why aren't more people going to Stillwater? Oklahoma's a big deal. Like, it's one of the top venues in college football. Absolutely. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be cool to, uh, to take in a game there, working or not. I mean, it's obviously a lot more fun taking in games at these storied venues as just a yeah. fan. But uh, but uh, should be a good one. Yeah, I think, it, and, and that's kind of where we're going to, that's a good um, segue on the thesis here today. I'm going to be honest with you guys. And Stans, can I tell him your reaction earlier today? I, I told Stans when I walked into the office this morning, I said, I think I'm going to pick Iowa State to win. And he he goes, he, those watching on Facebook Live just saw my reaction. It was a raised eyebrow look. And I understand they're 14-point underdogs. Yep. Oklahoma is a team two weeks ago, heading into, the seat, heading into two weeks ago, was a college football playoff. Not only contender, but probable, I think a lot of people thought at the time. Yeah. They go to Kansas State and they lose. I think it's noteworthy what Kansas State has done since. Waxed Kansas, which I actually give them credit for. They were only a five-point favorite in that game. Kansas had people in the stands for the first time in years. A lot of K-State fans, too. Yes, but 
point taken. Best however, atmosphere they've had in yeah, a long time. And there's real buzz around that program. Mm-hmm. They've got this new offensive coordinator, and perhaps some people are starting to figure him out. That generally happens. You usually see a bump when you make a coordinator switch like that. We saw it at Iowa State with Todd Sturdy, right? Fireman Gino, boom, offense produced because you didn't really know what was coming. Yep. Um, but I think Kansas State is – This is. let me walk you through where my mind is at and why – I'm going to pick Iowa State to beat Oklahoma on Saturday. Bum, bum. I'm, I'm doing it. Unless, like you, Rob Gray, the grizzled veteran senior writer of CycloneFanatic.com, can convince me not to. Why would, I picking, even want, why would I want to convince well, you? Well, because not you're to. a grizzled veteran and you're, you're like, hey. Are you saying I'm hey, a stick man, in the mud? No. I'm going to be the. No, because you go, hey, back the truck up. Okay. Yeah. All right. But this is where I come from. One, I am a big fan of the bye week, obviously. I, I think Iowa State benefits from that bye week greatly. I'm sure Oklahoma will too. Mm-hmm. But greatly in terms of injuries, it's a really big deal for the Cyclones. And I've been asking around, and it, you know, I don't know many specifics, as you know, the Matt Campbell program. I, these people I trust make me feel like Iowa State's a pretty healthy football team heading into Norman on Saturday. Whatever. That's not why I'm doing it. The reason I'm doing it, Rob, is because of two things that I've seen from Oklahoma this year. And the first one goes back to Todd Orlando, defensive coordinator for the Texas Longhorns. If you watch that game, closely some of the things that Orlando was trying to do defensively with not a very good defense especially on the mm-hmm. back end Iowa State's Pretty best banged up defense yeah yeah well exactly I give them a lot the benefit of doubt however what I'm saying is some of the things that they were doing schematically I saw Kansas State take from them I truly believe that John Haycock is a better defensive coach than any other in the Big 12. Agreed. I think that he can take pieces on what the, these these programs did with Jalen Hurts, who still was really good in those games, yeah. by the way. Like, if you're an Iowa State fan going into Norman, and you're like, oh, we're going to shut down Jalen Hurts. No, you're not. No. He's going to get his. However, there are certain things that you can do to that young man, like make him throw, yeah. stay at home, Disciplined defense. They hadn't seen that, Rob, until Kansas State, and they got punched in the mouth. Okay? Now, they still put up 41. Like, again, like, this is not – like, Iowa State's offense is going to have to do its thing. However, I think that Haycock has enough on film. We've seen him have success against Lincoln Riley in the past. They were really good in Ames last year, by the way. Right? Like, I mean, again, I'm I'm not – do not take this – and maybe we, I know that we have some Oklahoma fans who like to listen to the podcast. I hear from them from time to time. I'm not sliding Oklahoma here. I think Iowa State has a damn good football team, even after the Oklahoma State deal. I think if Greg Eisworth is in that game, Iowa State wins. Like, I, I really do. Um, I think that you can learn a lot from throwing it 62 times. What were we doing? Yeah. You, you telling me that Matt Campbell and Tom Manning haven't had long talks about throwing it 62 freaking times against Oklahoma State? Of course they have. There's a lot on paper. There's a lot on film. 
that Iowa State draws from. I like I like the way that this sets up for the Cyclones. This is perfect. People are down on them. 14-point underdog. This is perfect. I'm going to be the only media member in the country picking Iowa State to win this, and that's exactly how they like it. Boom. You even, you even had, a, had a pen drop there, a little pen drop. There it is. Resounding. So that's a lot that I just packed into about three minutes. Actually... Uh, your your rationale behind your pick, I, I agree with it completely. One thing I don't agree with, I don't think Greg Eisworth is a difference against Oklahoma State. I think it is the offense. not re- If the offense doesn't revert to early season where they sputter across midfield You're, repeatedly, yeah. the defense did a good enough job. Again, they held them right. to 27 That's, points. I'll uh, backtrack on that, but I do think that one or two of those b- – Giant plays may not happen if it's not for... Well, he was knocked out on the first one with Wallace where they missed like Correct. seven tackles. Yeah, and he was one of them there. Yeah. So um, I give Wallace a lot of credit for that. But I, I mean, especially the second run, I felt like Eisworth would have been a big difference not, maker there. The miscommunication that supposedly happened there, yeah. Um, and that's not discounted, of course. He is a huge presence, perhaps the most important presence on that defense. And the fact that he had the bye week to get healthy is huge. For Iowa State, um, how healthy? I think it's kind of like basketball players say, right? Do you ever get to 100% in season? Nobody does, but he's probably as close as yeah. he has been since the beginning of the season. Um, what bugs me is you mentioned Oklahoma State. Uh, sorry, Oklahoma is going to benefit from this as well. No and doubt. I, yeah. And I think the fact that they get a week to do their version of back to basics after losing to a team that they were clearly better than, Kansas State. No doubt. Um, which is taking nothing away from the Wildcats, who have been much better than I thought they would be in their first year under Chris Kleiman. Um, tough team, smart football, the usual hallmarks of Kansas State football. But Oklahoma State turned the ball – or Oklahoma – why do we keep saying it's Oklahoma a, it's State? It's all right. Just say the Sooners. Yeah, the Sooners. <laughs> the so- it's because I, I was uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, beef I, with you about the game. I get it. Um, Oklahoma, you know, minus two in turnovers that game – if I'm not mistaken, and my memory might fail me, the Wildcats got a defensive score, or at least they they were putting. They did. Positions. They got a pick six. Yeah, that was the first Brock Purdy interception. Yeah. So Oklahoma was up, I think ten nothing, and then you know, you know, fell behind quite a bit um, before trying to come back, and it was just too big of a hole for them, and they ran out of time, obviously as well. But I would feel better about my pick if Oklahoma would have won. Yeah. I mean, it's just like there. there's a part of me that's like, okay, they're really good. What are the chances they lose two in a row? But I do think that, it, again, for me, Rob, this comes back to Iowa State. I think it's a really good football team. I agree. I think that the three losses by 12 points um, is a big stat. Like, I, I mean, and I, I talk about this a lot on the radio show when we're, you know, when we're trying to like, we do it a lot where we're trying to like, oh, which conference is the best, especially come playoff time. Who's more deserving? And I, and I, I constantly am like, guys, not all wins are created equal. Not all losses are created equal. If you lost by 40 to a middle-of-the-pack team and you lost by three to a good team and there's matchups and there's all these things, Iowa State's losses, while maddening, man, you're looking at like a play changing and, you know, you could be talking about an 8-0 football team. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big guy now in, like, the analytics and the power rankings. The power rankings still have Iowa State, some of them in the top 15. Mm-hmm. Not most, but some. Um, I just think it's really easy, you know, for us to go, 
on this roller coaster week to week. And same with Oklahoma. That's a really good football team just because they lost that game in Manhattan. Well, if Kansas State goes and wins at Texas this week, how bad does that loss look? Right? Yeah. Maybe is Kansas State then one of the front runners to sneak into the Big 12 championship game? I mean, there's a lot of questions to ask here. I just think that Oklahoma is more mortal than we all thought. And the, the Texas game is what stood out to me. I know it's a rivalry. That that defense sucks. Okay. But they put some blueprints down schematically. Todd Orlando is a very similar defensive coordinator to what John Haycock does when it comes to that. And I think there's a lot to work with there, especially when you give the professor two weeks. I think that he's going to have a lot up his sleeve on Saturday. And who knows? The, the one thing I do know, if Iowa State's going to pull it off, they've got to make those, you know, the opportunistic turnovers. They can't let balls slip out of your hands. If there's a loose ball on the ground, you got to get it. They, they've got to jump on all that. Yeah, this can't be a 1-1 turnover game or 0-0 no. turnover game, in part for this defense, which has had, it's been such a struggle to force turnovers. But here Oklahoma – Defense on paper, especially after giving up 41 with the asterisk of the pick six against K-State, uh, they haven't given up more than six yards per play in a single game this season. Um, they're doing better, actually. I think their game notes, they said over a certain span before that, it happened m multiple times, well, over a dozen times, like over the pr previous three seasons or something. So they're doing some things right. On that defense under first-year coach uh, Alex Grinch. Yeah, I wanted to get in and talk to you about and, him. And we will. I mean, I think they're starting to get it. And they've got athletes there. And, 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 and giving up 48 to Kansas State was very much an outlier. But um, Jalen Hurts, man, like I said, he'll get his. He's but, going I mean, to. I, I, I have a hard time believing, unless Iowa State's linebackers and Eisworth are able to clean up in the running game. I mean, you don't miss any tackles, mm -hmm. let alone miss, you know, last game missing several on a single play. When Jalen Hurts, I mean, you're going to want to run Jalen Hurts at least 10 times. And Trey Sermon's good. That scares me. The the one real problem Iowa State's defense has continuously had since we've seen this scheme is the quarterback improvisation. Yeah. You know, that even look back to like Northern Iowa, like that kid, <laughs> you know. Yeah. From Lincoln, Vane. Yeah, yeah, like it, it. That's where Hurts could really get them, I think. Yeah, and and he's tough too. I mean, yeah. people think, oh, he's just this great athlete, but he, he'll 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 make guys miss. He'll shed tacklers, would be tacklers. Um, just scares the hell out of me. There, um, we know they've got that O line is incredible. I was asking guys the way they pull and the way they get downfield to to block is. I mean, that's, I mean, there aren't many offensive lines that are as athletic as, as they are. And that's where your linebackers, your eyes worths are going to have to somehow not only elude those guys, but then take down Hurts. I mean, I, I just, I, look, I'm not far off. I think the Cyclones play a good, a, a, a good game, better game than they played against Oklahoma State. I think they don't sputter as, as often. I think Oklahoma's defense is better than Oklahoma State's defense. I think there's no question about that. I think considerably better. So, I, I mean, I predicted like a 41-30 loss. But okay. I think they're right there. Yeah. Um, That's I think Purdy's going to have a, a, a game to remember. I, I would agree. Let's, 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 tie, let's take a timeout. And then when we come back, I want to talk to Rob because he's got a piece – this week that's uh, about Alex Grinch and Matt Campbell and that relationship, right? And all those guys from Mount Union. Mostly, mostly Mount Union, yeah. but certainly 
huge that, that, yeah yeah that connection's there that connection is there and um i want to talk to him about that and more importantly you know with this matchup how can iowa state have success offensively against oklahoma we'll do that aspect of the thursday thesis of course we're presented by ames eye and des moines eye if you're watching on facebook live you like these uh little maui gym reading glasses that i've got they've changed my life they can change yours too give those guys uh Give those guys a call and tell them we, we sent you. Back right after this with more Thesis. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, welcome back to the Thursday Thesis here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Let's go to the offensive. Oh, real quick, too. I wanted to get this plug in. If you're wanting to watch the game, if you don't have Pac-12 Network, our friends at Whiskey River in Ankeny, they went out and bought the equipment needed to be able to air the Pac-12 network. So you all have Iowa State basketball at 3.30 on Saturday, followed up by Iowa State football at 7. We'll have our watch party with our friends from Wide Right and Natty Light. That'll be a hoot. I almost don't want to miss it. I mean, <laughs> I know, even man. though it's my first Jeez. game ever in, in Norman. Uh, my, uh, I don't know if my liver could handle that. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Okay, um, your piece is up, uh, so check that out. If you're watching on Facebook Live, Jared Stansberry um, just, just gave us the nod that Ross, R- Rob's piece is live right now on CycloneFanatic.com. And this is interesting uh, in the sense that I think most people probably know it by now because it's been talked about some, but um, one of Matt Campbell's former college teammates is the defensive coordinator now. At Oklahoma, his name is Alex Grinch. They've been a better unit this year. They're not perfect. He had a lot of um, fixing to do. They're a better defense this year, Rob, than what we've seen in the past. Oh, yeah, especially the last few seasons. Um, His pedigree, I mean, the Mount Union connection is, just to foreshadow a little bit the story, is the, the, the common bond that they seem to find in former coach Larry Karras, now the athletic director there at, at the, that Division Three power with 18 national championships. His son's won the last seven. Um, is they bring guys in that love football. It sounds like a no-brainer, right? But sometimes you just recruit talent. Oh, this kid's got talent, but what's he? Is he? You know, does he wander? Does he do that? That's what they center everything on. Mm-hmm. How many times has Coach Campbell talked about that with his team? Uh, so I think that Mountain Union upbringing, as it were. For both him, Grinch, of course, Tom Manning, and, and Matt Capone on Iowa State staff. You've got guys like Jason Campbell. Candle Man, I always forget Capone's a yeah, not unique I, guy. Yeah, and, and good pull. You know, thanks. I mean, it's just the ripple effect is 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 um, profound, and it all starts with that love of football and bringing guys up from that. You know, that that, that that's the the foundational uh, attribute, and uh, that's kind of where the story goes and ties into you know. Marcel Spears says, you know, Campbell doesn't talk about Mountain Union much, but um, you see Karras in the way he coaches. 
because Campbell brought Karras in to talk to the team. I'm not sure exactly when, but he said after he talked to him, he sees Campbell coach. It's like, boy, I see where he gets who he is as a head coach from. Um, so I know the Oklahoma and shout out to them ran a piece uh, more focused on the Grinch aspect of it, obviously, since he's yeah. a first year. Yeah. defense. Oh, that's good. There. I'll have to look that up. Um, that's out there as well. Um, and they talked to Karis. I had a quote in mind that I attributed uh, and linked back to that um, as well. But I mean, just it's remarkable. You know, if you have success at any level and Campbell alluded to it when I asked him about it in his Tuesday presser about I was going to ask him about high school coaches too, you know, that people think that the only people who are really good coaches are people who get to the very top, tippity top of the, you know, college football, you know, the prominent schools or at least the prominent conferences or the NFL. And Campbell even made a reference that some of the best coaches are probably in high schools stretching out over. Campbell has said that for years. He really believes that. And I mean, I, I think it's, yeah, absolutely true. So it's just interesting to, hear how, uh, you know, these connections wind through everything and kind of intertwine and, and uh, you know, have such a big impact on, you know, this top level of college football. You mentioned Brock Purdy before we went to a break. Um, I, I said after the game, and I, I he didn't look right against Oklahoma State, and I don't know. 62. Yeah, like there's a lot that I just didn't like about that game. The one thing I do like is he's going – there's – like, I guarantee you, knowing Brock, it's like scorched earth, like hellfire and brimstone tour from now on after that. Like, he probably didn't sleep for two days after throwing those interceptions. Yeah, there's probably not a more competitive guy. I mean, I don't think there'd be a safer bet. And Brock, pretty, who still had a pretty good day on paper, still had some big throws. Yeah. I don't think he was as sharp as he usually is, you know, would, missed a few guys. Um but still, I mean, a bad day for Brock Purdy is a good day for probably the majority of no doubt. college quarterbacks. But, man, that guy, I mean, we saw the video that they took on the sidelines. I think it, I think I saw it on 13 WHO, just the look on his face as it was winding down that yeah. game that was so important to have. And it, But nonetheless, if you're right, it's all laid out for Iowa it, State. As Trevor Downing said, I mean, unprompted to me about, you know, if – quote unquote, control your own destiny. That's where the Cyclones are. If they can it, get this one and, and roll on. But if I'm right, Brees Hall's got to, he's got to oh. go for 130 plus yards. And, and whoever, like the, and whoever is the secondary backs got to yeah. do that too, or whether Purdy's more involved in the running game again. Did you ever, yes, been at times. Do you ever find out? I know. Cause we talked on Tuesday. Did we hear anything about Newell? Like, like I'm just curious on this offensive line. Like I haven't he's heard okay. anything about him generally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I didn't know if he would be coming back or what. Like, we – Colin Newell. Because we haven't heard – we haven't seen anything from him, you know, because he's been basically day-to-day, it seems like, for weeks. Yeah. I think um, they're feeling pretty good. Okay. So, that'll be interesting. That's a little bit of a wrinkle that that offense could throw in there. I mean, not a huge schematic one, but it would help to get him back. And the line continued to play yeah. well last week. No, too. I know. But I mean, just the protection get, from Purdy was really The problem, good. though, is they're playing every snap. Yeah. They're not getting any sort of a blow. And to get Newell back, a guy who can play a couple of different positions, because I doubt you'd put him back at center, would you? I don't know. I would think that you'd put him at guard and you kind of give those guys – I, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm trying to think of things – 
that that offense can do is a little bit of a wrinkle too. Because I eh. Oklahoma, the way I look at it, they don't really need wrinkles. They have more talent than Iowa State. Iowa State, here's the deal. They're a more talented team, and we'll get into our picks. I think Iowa State's a tougher team. I think that's how they have to win this game. And when I point out, you know, Brees Hall's got to have 130 yards plus, this has got to be – I don't want to see Iowa State go out there and try and win a 52-40 to game. I want this to be a 31-28 to game. 31-24, 30-27. I think that's how Iowa State has to do it. Like you said – Clearly, you got to win the turnover margin, but you need some sustained drives. Uh, um, I kill some clock, do it the um, kind of conservative Matt Campbell way, and take your shots when necessary. Maybe we see some Real Mitchell. Maybe that's the wrinkle. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think that if you're going to pull this one off, like I think you can play him straight up for the most part, if you get some helps on the turnovers and win, but they're still more talented, and there's not a single sane person in the world who would say Iowa State has more talent than Oklahoma because they don't. Yeah, I think they're tougher, Rob, and that's why I'm going clones. The pick is in. Ding, 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 ding. 34-30. 30. I, thought, I thought it had to be 31-28 or 30-27. 30 to 30 31-30. Okay. Clones win on a Connor Sally 28-yard field goal, boom, in the fourth quarter. Does it go off the upright? I don't know, but um, Connor Sally redeems himself. We've all been killing the kickers. I I just – I have a good feeling about Saturday. I don't know why. I'm not going to be able to watch it. It's going to be really weird for me. First Iowa State game I haven't been able to watch in maybe well over a decade. Yeah. I'll be in the air at that time. Mm-hmm. So when I pull up the phone, when the wheels hit Ames, Iowa, at about 11 o'clock on Saturday night, it's either going to be really good or really bad. Yeah. Well, look, I uh, from um, my perspective, it would be a heck of a lot more fun to cover a second straight win in Norman than, uh, than a tough loss. They've had so many tough losses, and I think you're right to point out toughness because this yes. team – Tough team. <laughs> Just chugs along. And that's been the hallmark of the last two seasons. They haven't been good enough with the details. They've been better. That's why they're winning teams. That's why they've won eight games the past two seasons. They're poised to be in that same position this season. But they thought they were going to take the next step. One way to take the next step is do what you say they're going to do on Saturday and roll from there and uh, prove that Coach Campbell is right when he says he thinks his team is going to can convince this team it's going to get clones, better as the season goes on. Clones by a point, and we start talking about winning out and going to Dallas. Well, you know I've got 41-30 sooner, so I, of course, hope that that is wrong. I still think, though, that Iowa State shows its toughness yeah. and its moxie, and it's as much mental toughness you, as physical with, with them. Do you have a feel on Texas and Kansas State? It's hard for me to get a feel on anything involving Texas I know, right I'm now. the same way. They're like a touchdown favorite. I feel like this is a bad spot for Kansas State. They just had the emotional win over Oklahoma, yeah. rivalry game. Now you've got to go down to Austin. Yeah. They're off of a bye. I feel like Texas... Nothing strange never happens in Austin yeah, either, if you I know just, what I mean. Yeah, I just... I feel like Texas kind of makes a, oh, are we back? Yeah. <laughs> Coming back to Ames just to make it really interesting next week. I could see that happening. Yeah. And I, I mean, don't think – I think I like Kansas State a lot. I love that coach. That was a great hire. He's a guy I always thought maybe 
Him and um, Wells, like I love both of those hires mm-hmm. yep. in the in the league. I, those are guys who I always kind of wanted the names at some point. He's going to win there. I don't think he's got the Joes yet to, you know, like win out or anything crazy like that. We'll see. He, they're going to be better coached. Yeah, I, I will say that. Like, I, I've not been crazy about Herman's offense this year. Uh, I don't think Ellinger's really progressed it the way that I thought he would. Um, we talk a lot about their defense, but I, you know, I, I follow them a lot because I watch Tom's teams, and I, I, I just – I don't know. I've been disappointed in their offense. I know they're putting up good numbers and all that stuff, but it's just the efficiency is not what I was looking for. They've gotten killed on defense, but after a bye, they're going to be a little bit better. I don't know. I think that they win that Probably a little healthier, too. Yeah, I think so. And Ellinger bounce, you know, also a tough competitor. I hope I look for him to bounce back. Um, I think it is kind of the the semi, uh, what, what would you say, like monthly? We'll say monthly. Texas is back kind of game yeah um, I, that's where i'm at there but uh yeah we'll see i mean just at usual life in the big 12 every weekend seems a bit strange all right i'm probably going to be the only media member in the state to pick iowa should State. wear that proudly we'll see i mean <laughs> people are either going to be calling me like a total shill homer which is probably deserved or a total moron oh why don't you ever tell us the truth chris <laughs> You haven't picked them every week. I haven't, actually. I've, I haven't picked them nearly as if. Can I have the first turnover chain if Iowa State wins? Of course. On, on Saturday? No, I would never give it to myself. Well, we can decide. Maybe You're we deserving. have like a turnover chain committee, like uh, leadership <laughs> by the players. Like, what is Campbell? Pose it player led leadership. Uh, intern pose it to Brandon. The fans. Intern Brandon is in charge. Uh, intern Brandon right now is attempting to grow a mustache. It's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. He's also, I've, I've sent out the invitation. He has accepted the invitation to be a guest on the Thursday thesis when Kansas comes to town later on this year. That, that should a be huge a point Jayhawk of viewing fan. and listening right there. Huge Jayhawk fan. Yep. He loves Les Miles. He's all in on the Les Miles era, the yes. Mad Hatter era in Lawrence. All right. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Ames Eye Clinic, Des Moines Eye Clinic. They are awesome. Uh, Ames Eye Care, excuse me. They used to. It used to be like Des Moines Eye Clinic, and then they had, yep, the yep. branding's all together. So they're both Eye Care now. So I've got to got to lock that in on, on my behalf. But they're awesome sponsors. They are um, really good people too. So support them. Support local. And um, I'm gonna say it. Go clones on Saturday. We're, we're dropping the hammer. Iowa State wins at Oklahoma two times in a row. Grizzle veteran Rob Gray disagrees. We'll see who's right on Saturday. Thanks for watching. Are. Later.